On the drive, floats it up top to Sasuke, who jackhammers one. An outlet pass for Wilson to Dick, scooped it into the corner from McCuller. Back for a Grady, Dick three on the right. He swirls it home, and Kansas has the lead. And the pass stolen away by Tot. Sooners go the other way. Tot with the dribble, leaves it for Robertson, trailing for a three left wing. God! Taylor Robertson with a three, and that's 2,000 for her career. 2,000 career points for Taylor Robertson. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. We marched it downfield. <laughs> Hour three, T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday, November 16. Smack dab in the middle of your work week. Smack dab in the middle of the month of November. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon. We are the milk and cookies of Oklahoma Sports Radio. Thank you for tuning us in. I'm kind of running out. If anybody else has any good couplings out there, uh, let me know. Kansas beat Duke last night. You heard that highlight there. 69-64. TJ, they went a perfect uh, 4-0 without Bill Self. So he's uh, he's out of Adidas jail now, I believe. And back on the sidelines. And boy, I hope he learned his lesson, Teach. I'm glad that they were able to survive without him there and, uh, yeah. and go 4 0. Good for them. Uh, OU wins. OU wins last night. Women over BYU, 77 66 in Provo. That could be a Big 12 showdown the next couple of years. Uh, it will be unless uh, we have some sort of a early exit that happens. The Sooners were down 11 in the first half, rallied to win. They're 3-0. and They are at Utah tonight, 8 o'clock tip Central Time. And the men looked good last night. Most impressive performance of the early season, a 21-point win over UNC Wilmington, 74-53. to 15 points each for Joe Bamisil and Grant Sherfield. Uh, so the transfers coming up big last night for them. They are off till Friday. They will take uh, South Alabama in the LNC coming up on uh, Friday. And uh, Thunder back in action tonight. They're 1-1 one one on this road trip. They beat the Knicks and... Lost to the Celtics. They get the Washington Wizards tonight. That'll be a 6 o'clock tip. You've got OU Volleyball tonight as well. They're on the road at Kansas State. So a lot of stuff going on. If you're just joining us, you missed the big World Cup giveaway, the Carl Stone World Cup giveaway. We did it in the 6 and 7 o'clock hours today. All 32 teams given away to the World Cup. It starts on Sunday. Big thanks to the Carl Stone for sponsoring our giveaway tj have you seen anything about this yasiel puig story i know he's in trouble for um gambling or something i didn't read into it but i know he's in trouble over something remember when he was like the second coming of babe ruth broke onto the scene that first two months of his rookie year whatever and was just the most incredible stretch of baseball you ever saw from anyone Yeah. yeah He was massive, and he had a great personality, and he hit every ball out of the yard. And He played for my Reds for a while. Um, he's in trouble. He has pled guilty in connection with an illegal gambling ring. 
he's 31. He's only 31. Pled guilty to one charge of lying to federal law enforcement ah, you officials. You can't do that. You can't do it. Pleague's punishment in the plea agreement is currently unknown, but the designation carries a maximum of five years in prison. Um, Let's see, quote, when given the opportunity to be truthful about his involvement with bookmaker Wayne Joseph Nix's gambling businesses, Mr. Pleague chose not to. Mr. Pleague's lies hindered the legal and procedural tasks of the investigators and the prosecution. So, Look, I broke uh, nobody's legs, okay? Nobody's getting me to talk. He was working with Nick's, a former minor league baseball player who was charged this past March in allegedly running a multi-million dollar gambling ring in the Los Angeles area. So cool. Cool? The illegal gambling ring? Yeah. Hmm. It's going to be cool because it's going to be a Netflix show here pretty soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, this <laughs> Can't is wait to see this. Can't wait to see this. Former minor leaguer turned gambling uh, kingpin. Uh, it says he currently plays professionally in South Korea. Huh. I'm going to guess that's coming to an end. Of, <laughs> he's going off to prison, yes. Yeah. All right, so anyway, uh, Yasiel Puig, uh, he was a Haley's Comet in the world of baseball. And uh, unfortunately, it looks like uh, he has met some trouble. So that's not what you hope for right there. Teach, midweek check. How you feeling about Saturday night? What kind of question is that, Phil? Um, have you been able to focus at all? Yeah, I've, I've been able that to focus. Phil. <laughs> I would say not pleasant. Oh, yeah. your Wednesday gut says uh, it's not going to go well for the Sooners. On I'm Saturday. not saying that. I'm saying the gut doesn't feel pleasant. That doesn't mean one uh-huh. way or the other. It may mean that it's just a tight, close game. It may mean that they lose. It may mean that they uh, lose badly. I don't know. You're confused. It's Wednesday. What are okay. you doing? Well, I usually check in with you periodically throughout the week as we go along. Just God's kind of a busy, check-in. That guy's busy feeling? running an illegal gambling ring. I mean, don't bother him on a Wednesday. Hmm. All right. Did you get your Taylor Swift tickets yesterday? <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like a lot of people did. <laughs> Sounds like there were a lot of upset people across the country. So you're going to be surprised to know this. I, I have no idea what this is going on. I, I still don't really know much about it other than the fact you probably can update every. What, what do you know? Why don't we start? I, I just know what I saw in some tweets uh, yesterday that were, I guess, Ticketmaster got overloaded on the pre-sale and things crashed and then people were left in like, you get put in that waiting queue sometimes for tickets and people were in there for hours and couldn't get out of the, the waiting queue and didn't want to back out of it because it tells you not to back out of it. So something to do with the overloading Ticketmaster yesterday. Uh, Ticketmaster uh, sent out a tweet, I guess, at noon yesterday that they are dealing with, quote, historically unprecedented demand with millions showing up to buy tickets for the Taylor Swift ticks presale. 
hundreds of thousands of tickets have been sold. If you have already secured tickets, you're all set. If you are currently in a queue, please hang tight. Da, 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 da. Yeah, they crashed the server, basically. The queue is maddening, by the way. I've been stuck in that thing with the little guy walking, and it's like he's not getting anywhere. Ugh, the queue. I think I've only done it once for a Garth Brooks concert, like been in the queue. Uh-huh. And uh, it was nerve-wracking. It is nerve-wracking because you want to hit refresh, but it tells you not to. But all it is is that little dude acting like he's walking. Like, it's not working. Doop, 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 doop. It's not working. It's not getting in. It says I haven't budged. I've been in the queue for an hour. So I didn't know anything about this until last night. I'm calling the game last night. My wife is at my daughter's volleyball practice. And I get a text message that says, um, I guess we missed out on Taylor Swift tickets. (laughs) (laughs) You did. You can get them on the secondary market. Just cost you a little more. Uh, Let me see if I can find that. I missed the memo on how to get Taylor Swift tickets. And I was like, huh? And she said, I guess I should have gotten some ordering line or something. To which I replied, what, is she coming to Oklahoma City? <laughs> she said, no, I think you've got to pick a city or something. So, like, I didn't, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if Chloe's wanting to go to a Taylor Swift concert. I have no idea, but apparently he had to get in line Jerry yesterday. I was like, World well, maybe what, the closest, we're, yeah. We're driving, we're flying somewhere to go to a thing, ain't happening. she coming to Oklahoma City? Then, yeah, okay, but. Apparently it was, uh, uh, she's a big deal, Teej. I don't know if you've heard. She's, she's a big deal. She's a big deal, yeah. And there was a universal meltdown in the United States yesterday trying to get T-Swifty tickets. I didn't even attempt. I got pre-sale codes and stuff sent to me, and I was like, I'm not even going to attempt it. But it did cross my mind because I knew, boy, what I could get if I just resold these things. So, uh, from a profiting standpoint. Profit standpoint. And I was like, no, there's, there's little girls. It's like your uh, Thunder Season tickets back in the yeah. day. You used them completely for your own selfish purposes. That is true. But I said to myself, there's a lot of teenage girls, college-age girls that want to go to this thing. I'll I'll let them have that and fight at it. Plus, what a I, great knew, guy you are. I knew I'd be in that queue forever, and it would drive me crazy, so I just stayed out of it. 52 dates have been set for the U.S. Eras tour uh e-r-a-s i don't know how you pronounce that and uh yeah it looks like arlington is the uh, closest one to oklahoma city so anyway good luck out there to everybody who has maddeningly been waiting in queues for the last couple of days trying to get your taylor swift tickets uh what's the best queue story you've got now i'll tell you the only time i was in a queue we got remember garth was doing was it two shows or was it two, four shows? Like he he did a early show and a late show. You and I went together. Yeah, I mean we were at the same concert. He did two on I want to say two on Friday night and two on Saturday night. I believe okay. so. It was like four shows in Oklahoma City. I think or so. Like that. So I'm in the queue. Boom! You got a ticket, and it was like to the second showing, and it was in a second. And and you know the little clock's ticking down if you don't say you want these in the next. What do they give you, like five minutes or two minutes or whatever it is? Then yep. the tickets yep. are released. And so I'm frantically trying to get a hold of my wife. Is this okay? It's the 10 o'clock show, and we're in segment three, 312. I think we let it go the first time, and then we got back in the queue and got better tickets or worse tickets. I don't remember, but I just remember it being very stressful. So what's your best queue story? I don't know that I have a best, but I do. 
so I am psychotic when it comes to certain people and getting the best seats that I can get. So I will have, I usually do it here at work, and I will open a laptop, I'll have my production computer in there, and I'll have my phone, and I'll have all three going, <laughs> and I'll be trying to jump in on all three, sometimes on different shows, different dates, if I can, if I say yeah, I can go to Tulsa or I go to Dallas. So let me see which tickets I can get that are better, and I'll have different venues opened up on those uh, laptops. Is this all Eric Church related? It, it can be other people as well. I've done this for like George Strait's final tour. I remember being panicked over the Cowboy Rides Away tour, which now George Strait's still doing shows. But I was like, I got to get to Kansas City, got to get to Kansas City, and I remember so that. You're one. a professional at this. I'm very, very good at it, and I I can let tickets go, and suddenly I'll have. You know, tickets that were in row Q in one section, I'll have tickets in row B. Um, I'm very good. I know wow. I, I study the maps of the venue to know, okay, where's seats one and two and what's the end of the row and what side of the section will I be on <laughs> at, in coordinates with the stage. I'm very, very uh, yeah, detailed in, in my buying of tickets. So Amazing. And if I don't get what I want and just have to settle, I am always just so upset. I feel like a failure. I'm like, oh, gosh. We're in club level, but uh, they're not the greatest club level seats. <laughs> <laughs> so not one. It's just pretty much any concert I try to buy. I go through a big ordeal to get them. Uh, that's impressive, I think. Psychotic a little bit. It's but psychotic impressive. a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I'm a little jealous. I don't just take the first ones Ticketmaster offers me. I always uh, say, nice no, strike, Ticketmaster. Uh-uh, no. Don't you pawn off on me your upper-level tickets. Do not want release. Back into the queue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's going on out there. What's the big new concert right now? What's what's about to happen for you that you're all fired up about? Uh, the next tickets that we have? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, Luke Combs at the uh, Paycom Center on December 10th. Huh, that'll be a good concert. Yeah. Luke Combs, December 10th. What do I got going on December 10th? It's a Saturday. You may have an afternoon baseball, uh, ba- baseball, bas- basketball game or something. Wait, hang on. I'm going to tell you right now what I got. December 10th. We, uh, oh, I got, yeah, I'm, I'm busy that day. We play Arkansas and Tulsa, oh, and that's then right. I got a banquet hey. that night. I got oh, a you got a banquet. Set. I was going to say that game's early. You could get to the show. But... What time's the concert? Oh, I mean, he won't go on until 8, 30, 9 o'clock, you know. Probably show probably out. starts at seven thirty. Think them out. Think them out. Uh, break time. We'll be back. The T Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full line dealer for bad boy zero turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I forty four at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit one hundred eight. It's the season of giving thanks, pumpkin spice, and everything nice. Get the nicest deals on all the new Buicks at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Like the quiet, comfortable SUV. The new 2022 Buick Envision. Made so you'll get all your little pumpkins where they need to be this holiday season. You'll be thankful you went to Dorsey Jones. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC. I-40 and Highway 81 exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. Beats and Bites is back at Riverwind. And this time it's for Bedlam, presented by Phillips 66. So don't miss the Eli Young Band. And special guest Wade Bowen. Plus all of your favorite food trucks. 
night before Bedlam, November 18th. Tickets are just $5 at Riverwind.com or at the box office. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently, the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around, whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. For over 37 years, Bob Maupin has been providing roofing and construction services in Oklahoma for residential and commercial clients. Maupin Roofing and Construction is a locally owned family business. They do work right the first time. Maupin Roofing has insurance specialists to work with your insurance company in resolving your damage claims. Call Bob at Maupin Roofing and Construction at 405-703-3843 for your free estimate today. 405-703-3843 or visit MaupinRoofing.com. Maupin Roofing. Go Sooners! Hi, I'm Pastor Rockford Johnson with McFarland Methodist Church in Norman, Oklahoma. Let me take... When the game is on the line, you need a team that you can count on. When injuries occur, you can count on the one team that knows sports medicine. Norman Regional's Ortho Central is your premier team of orthopedic specialists. With five highly trained orthopedic surgeons, three fellowship trained sports medicine physicians, and locations in Norman, Newcastle, and Midwest City, we'll work hard to get you back in the game. Ortho Central, number one in sports medicine and orthopedic care. Call 405-360-6764 and schedule an appointment today. Hi, I'm Pastor Rockford Johnson with McFarland Methodist Church. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. Being from Oklahoma, I know a thing or two about natural disasters. Tornadoes are common where I'm from and have affected my life and the lives of people I care about. No matter where you live, be aware of the dangers in your area and have a plan. You can create an emergency kit, come up with an evacuation plan, and know where to seek shelter. You never know when a disaster may hit. These simple steps can help save a life. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, uh... Remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by RK Black. If you're listening on 1400 or the streaming, apologies. I don't know what Rockford was doing there. I was trying to give a pregame prayer or something. I My fault somehow, what? but I don't even know how it was happening. I don't know. I, something loaded, kept loading wrong in the break and uh, <laughs> kept trying to give us a pregame prayer. RK Black brings you this hour. Great business. They'll help you with your small business out there in Oklahoma or Kansas. 405-943-9800 or rkblatt.com. Find out about their network solutions. Air Comfort Solutions text line. TJ, don't lie. You got Taylor Swift tickets. I wouldn't lie about that because <laughs> everybody wants the Taylor Swift tickets. I did not attempt to get Taylor Swift tickets. I have never... 
been to a Taylor Swift concert. Uh, no, I don't even think I've seen her open for somebody back in the day when she was first starting out. So, uh, Can you imagine, like, is it just, is it like one of those field trip games for, you know, when women's basketball has the field trip games and it's just constant screaming the whole time in the background I, like that? Yeah, but I think her, I mean, obviously there are young girls that like her, but I think the people that her? love her have aged with her, if that makes sense. Okay. So 20s and 30s. Right, right. A lot of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. A little more mature. Uh, this text just says, Lizzo in Tulsa. <laughs> I will not be at the Lizzo concert either. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Sooner Gary says, if only the OU football team was as detail-oriented as TJ's ticket ordering. <laughs> That's what Brent wants. That type of detail and commitment how to excellence. Do, how you do something is how you do everything. How you do anything is how you do everything, right, Teach? Uh, that's right. Uh, we can't, by the way, we can't get TJ to an OU game. But, hey. What are you talking about? Can't get me to, to a... What are you four or five about? different computers up, laptops. He's got phones, everything. You get his phone to work Ticketmaster like a gym. ESPN Plus, completely <laughs> baffling. It's 17 hey. different cues. He's nope. playing it like a piano. How do I turn on this ESPN Plus? The Roku's been excellent for me since getting logged in. Not Has not failed me yet. I so. told you, get the Roku, everybody. Yeah. It's the It's the thing. So here's the thing with the Roku, though. It's on the TV in the living room. And uh, normally I'm in the bedroom, like relaxing, laying down by 8 o'clock. Last night, Katie's like about 8.15, goes, so I guess we're waiting it out in here for the game. I said, well, I've got to. Okay, She's like, two right. things, Cheapo. <laughs> El Cheapo, two things. One, you got the stick in the back, right? Uh, No. It's built into the TV? It's not built into the TV, but I have it like uh, it's – it's uh, it's not the stick that goes into the the HDMI port. It's got a cord that runs to that, and it's got a, uh, a little sticky backing that's already stuck to the TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, go fifty bucks. Go get you one of the little sticks that plugs in the back of your TV, and have it in the other room too. Well, the live the bedroom has it's a smart TV, so it has the app. Well, then what's the problem? Um, I had to log into it, and then it asked me to send a code to my wife's phone and stuff. I was like, ah, I'm not even attempting this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. See, this is what I'm talking about. It's, Eric Church is having a concert in Juneau, Alaska. Hey, I and still TJ's got it. 17 computers up working in collaboration with each other. I had to send a code to my wife. I still ah, watched it. I had it on the living room TV. Ah, too yeah. much trouble. Ah. Uh, thorough much there, Turkey Bacon. Quite the concert ticket connoisseur. Very thorough, very thorough. TJ loves a good concert, man. I do. He's a big concert guy. He's got a whole routine. I've experienced it once with him. Goes out to eat, has several beverages, shares a appetizer with his wife, and then goes and sings his heart out at the concert <laughs> in his cowboy boots, ball cap, jeans. That's right. That's right. Uh, Jean Jack. Uh, what's that? Sometimes. What's that shirt that you? That's the kind of shirt you wear. By the way, I'm mad at you about this. What? Uh, uh, what's the kind of shirt that you like to wear with the three buttons at the top? Oh, a Henley? Henley. Yeah. Sometimes I'll wear a Henley to the concert, I guess, yeah. Yeah, Henley, jeans, boots, and a ball cap. Yeah. With a T-shirt under the Henley. Usually, um, yeah. 
I'm mad at you because I don't think I've ever said or heard the word Henley in my life. <laughs> and now I, on Instagram, I'm getting all sorts of Henley ads keep popping up. Hey, here's a great Christmas hey. idea. You want a Henley? Is that first, is that first the sweater guy? I can't lose sweater guy. He is everywhere on my phone. Sweater guy had the best outfit he's ever had on yesterday <laughs> with the blue shorts or sweatpants, whatever they were. Did you see that one? I don't think I've seen that one. No. Oh, i got to find it and send it to you. It's intoxicating. <laughs> uh, please tell Toby... Please tell me Toby did not pronounce Eras as Eros when reading that tour name. Eras? The Eras tour, yeah. Oh, like a, like an era. Yeah, yeah. Like like a, this era and that era, and we're going through the era. Okay, I get yeah. it. E-R- <laughs> it, just said, it didn't have an apostrophe on it. It just said E-R-A-S. The Eros tour. <laughs> <laughs> I did say Eros. I didn't know it was Eras. Oh, my bad. I know nothing about Taylor Swift, okay? Zero. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I do have a couple of Swifty songs in my uh, in my uh, uh, iTunes. Uh, Kyle Tulsa, longtime listener, first-time texter. I believe you would pronounce the name of Taylor's album the same as the time frame. There's a okay. significant era in history, so maybe Eras. it's pluralized. Okay. Yeah, That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, hearing y'all talk about concert tickets makes me think how crazy it was is that big name artists only play big venues these days. I remember learning that Elvis played two back-to-back shows in the Lloyd Noble Center back in the 70s. It's from Camo Sooner. I've heard from uh, some people that have seen Elvis uh, here in town. Yeah, I've, I've heard them mention those shows. McCaslin Fieldhouse used to be like the big hangout for... Um, you know, concerts, uh, Stats Kelly has told us before about all the concerts he's seen over at McCaslin Fieldhouse back in the day. I want to say um, Jimi Hendrix? Yes, I believe that's right. Were the Beatles at Mc- They weren't there. They weren't there. I don't think so. Somebody else was at, I'm going to call it the McCaslin page now because I know it's on there. But I know Jimi Hendrix was there. I think it was like right before he died, honestly. Okay, here we go. Jimi Hendrix, Frank Sinatra, and Elvis Presley have all played McCaslin Fieldhouse. How about that? Man. Yeah, you could have gotten get him. tickets for that Elvis show. <laughs> yeah, you should have. Um, if Elvis was still around, he would definitely be playing nothing but football stadiums at this point. At this point, he's touring casinos, I think. I think he's just oh, at yeah? that age that he's just settled down and gone to a bunch of casinos. You think Elvis has his career's crested? How old would Elvis be right now? Um, gosh, I probably should know this with my family, and I don't. He's got to be in his 80s by now, right? Uh, Stats Kelly just hit me up. He also saw Grand Funk Railroad in McCaslin Fieldhouse. Elvis Presley was born in 1935. Yeah, 87. So that, 87, yeah. Wow. Uh, my mom still thinks he's with us, by the way. Oh, she thinks he's still alive on an island somewhere mm-hmm. with Tupac? Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of suggestions for you. Clearwater Sooner says chips and salsa, bourbon and Coke, pizza and beer. And then this one says, uh, this is A1 and turkey bacon, but you can also say we go together like cocaine and waffles. So I didn't know those went together, but I didn't know that either. <laughs> 
I drove all the way to Stanford Stadium from Oklahoma with my dad to watch Brazil play Russia in 1994. Grew up there loving the Brazilian team. Good to hear some interest in football. Go Team USA. Man, I cannot wait. We got the next World Cup here in 2026. And uh, I am definitely going to a game. I'm definitely taking the boys. Who knows? Maybe by that time I'll have grandkids, TJ. Who knows what the situation will be. But I'm definitely going to a World Cup game. I hope it's a U.S. game, but we'll see when and where they play and everything. Uh, did not get to go to a World Cup game in 94. But I will be at one in 2026 somewhere. You got to get in that the queue. Driving now, to Stanford Stadium is a long ways. Yeah, that's now that I know your proficiency for the queue, TJ. I'm going to use that to my advantage. If it's Ticketmaster, let me know. I can I can set up several computers for you. Okay. All right. Pause in there. Pause in 8:32. there. 8:32. Break time. T Row in the morning show on a Wednesday. We'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Sooner women are 3-0. Comeback win at BYU yesterday. Here's Ginny Baranchek with Brian Brinkley after the game. Well, first of all, I think BYU, I mean, I, I know they've struggled to finish the game, finish games, but they're a very good basketball team, and they're going to win a lot of games. They're going to, I mean, they're, they're very, very good, and they provide a lot of um, matchup problems, and I think they did that, and I think they stifled us today, um, especially offensively, especially when we're not shooting the ball very well. So I thought we had some really good looks. I think we could have gone into the paint a little bit more uh, just with our ball movement. You know, you don't always have to score when you get in the paint, but uh, but I think we could have just done a little bit better job from that standpoint. So um, I was really proud of the way that we finished the game. I was really proud of the second half. Uh, well, really, probably the last 15 minutes. Yeah. Probably not the first five minutes of the <laughs> right. second half. Right. I think everybody in the arena knew that I wasn't happy in those first <laughs> Five minutes of the second yeah, half yeah. Uh, the poor scorers table so i feel bad um i'll also write them some apologies but at the same time i, I thought nevea i thought really sparked us i thought she did an incredible job of uh really defending the ball i mean i, I like I, I think they have um two really really great players and i think they they really made us work tonight a big time matchup tonight teach a top 25 matchup tonight OU 3-0, and ranked number 16. Utah 3-0, and ranked number 25. Uh, Pac-12 network tonight, TJ. You got that one? You should have that on your Cox cable, probably. I don't probably know how in advanced the your I would sports say package so. is. But you can also hear it right here on 1400 AM. So. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, it's in that 280 area, somewhere like that on Cox. Um, the the Utes have uh win. They beat Idaho by twenty five. They beat Utah Valley by seventy, and they beat Southeastern Louisiana by thirty seven. So they have not yet been challenged at the extent Oklahoma will challenge them tonight. But they're a good team. That's a cool arena. Utah, uh, TJ, most famous game ever played in Utah's arena. Do you know the answer to this? Mm, if I do, I don't. I'm not thinking of it. 
I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Isn't that where Magic and Bird played the national championship game? Oh, um, I honestly couldn't tell you that. I don't know. Um, I am. Somebody out there will confirm or correct me, but I'm eighty-eight percent sure that the Michigan State Indiana State national championship game was played in the Utah Utes arena. Which, for some reason, I can't remember the nickname of that place. Uh, let me see. I'm looking it up here. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Salt Lake City. All right. Um, Larry Bird's Indiana State Magic Knock, Michigan State. This is a 49 champion. Uh, played in the building known as the John Huntsman Center. Is that the one at Utah University of Utah? I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. All right, somebody is going to text us and let us know if I got that right. Stuart Stats Kelly's listening right now. So, anyway, that's tonight. Cool arena. It's got the high walls on the end and everything. Uh, Eight o'clock Central Time tip for the Sooner Women tonight. Back to back days. This is not a tournament or anything. Just the way the schedule fell, where they're at BYU yesterday at Utah tonight. Um, and uh. And then we'll see if they're four zero at the end of the night. That'd be a really good win. You got to imagine there's a, at least a little bit of fatigue there, because they had to, they were pushed hard yesterday to get that win. But we shall see. Thunder back on the court tonight. They get Washington in D.C. T.J. There were a few more. This early season college basketball has been very interesting. I think there's something going on here. Yes, you said now, you may have a theory here. Last night. You know, there was a couple of big games. Kansas beat Duke and uh, Michigan State beat Kentucky. But you also had Louisville losing to App State last night in Louisville, 61-60. to Louisville, by the way, is off to an 0-3 start to the season. Oh, ouch. I bet that's going over well. Yeah. Syracuse lost at home to Colgate, 80-68. to I believe Florida State is 0-3. Florida lost to Florida Atlantic. Of course, OU and OSU have already dropped early season games to mid-majors. There's been almost every night an example or two or five of mid-majors knocking off Power 5 teams early in the year. What's going on? I think it's the portal. I think way too many guys are going into the portal. Well, that's for sure in that sport. You go into the portal thinking, well, just take, uh, um, uh, oh, my gosh. I'm back to being forgetful, TJ. Our three-point sharpshooter last year, Mo. Just take Mo. Mo Mo Gibson. Mo Gibson, for example. Mo Gibson goes into the portal last year thinking, I'm sure that like with Brady Manick, North Carolina or Duke or Kentucky or somebody's going to come scoop. He ends up at DePaul. No offense to DePaul, but they're not what they used to be. Way too many guys are going into the portal. All of them think they're headed for a greener pasture, and there's just not enough room for everybody. And they're ending up at mid-majors, which is great news for mid-majors. They're getting the overflow of the portal is pouring good basketball players into mid-majors. 
and it's causing, I think, for more parity out there. And, you know, we're seeing everybody we play, it says, well, this guy used to be at Ole Miss or this guy used to be at uh, Stanford or, you know, they're loaded. These mid-majors are loaded with transfer portal guys who I'm sure thought they weren't going to end up at UNC Wilmington or Sam Houston, but did, and those teams are better. That's my theory. What do you think? It's probably correct, yeah. I mean, yeah, guys are left without homes. They go to a smaller school, and those schools uh, benefit from it. So I would I would say you're probably right. I mean, when you're talking of I mean, at one point you gave the number last year of how many guys were in the portal for basketball, and it was a ridiculous amount into yeah, the hundreds. Three million. Yeah, like so that. it was some just stupid amount of guys. And that's the world of basketball now, you know. Guys are just – there's, you know, Brent preaches loyalty in football and what he wants with his programs. There's none of that regardless of program in college basketball. In basketball in general, at any level. None of what? Loyalty. Oh. What did yeah. I say? Did I say something wrong there? No, no, no. I just didn't hear the word. Oh, yeah. yeah. I w- Chris texted. I had my mind on something else, and then I just missed what you said. So, yeah. No, I agree with you. You are constantly looking for uh, – uh, uh, there is – I shouldn't say no patience. There's very little patience for sitting behind someone, watching and learning from them, and then your junior and senior year, you moving into the the roster. And every guy is a baller. Like I'm better than that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's South Alabama. Okay, our opponent on Friday. Just quickly pulled up their uh, roster. Uh, they've got a TCU guy and an Auburn guy. I mean. And a bunch of transfers, but there's two Power Five guys that have landed at South Alabama. So, and you, that's been the same for everybody they've played this year. So, anyway, that's my theory. Watch tonight around the country; it'll happen again tonight. Somebody's somebody's going to get clocked upside the head. Well, TCU lost; they, they almost got beat by Pine Bluff, and then they did get beat by Northwestern State. They're a ranked team, so I don't know. It seems more uh, prominent this year that first two weeks of the season we're seeing power five teams take lumps on the head in games when you think they're just going to cruise you think it's one of these layup opponents and it's proving not to be break time 847 chris plank joins us for the crossover next this hour of the t-row in the morning show is brought to you by rk black a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. All right, confirmation. The uh, Magic Bird game was played at University of Utah Gymnasium, where the Sooner women will be tonight. Chris Plank has given us uh, a homework assignment as he joins us now for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Good morning, Plank. What's up, T-Row? How are you and TJ? I think we're good. TJ, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Someone accused me of not playing Elvis' Suspicious Minds earlier when it was Elvis' Suspicious Minds, so I don't Ooh, know what they were talking about. Different but, fighting words. Yeah, calm down, calm down. 
Hey, he's asked us not to click on this. And Go ahead, click on it now. It's going to uh-huh. anger me, Chris, because if this is anything like the week before when Texas was like six in the country or uh, whatever. Oh, they drop. Don't worry. They okay, drop. Let me see they drop. here. I, I want it. you guys both to click on this ESPN right. FPI rankings, Just click right, on 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 which it. is what ESPN tells you is their mathematical formulation. What the? <laughs> Why are they still there? Like, what is going oh, on with they- this? I keep talking to Toby about it. Vegas loves them. <laughs> This FPI loves them. What is going on with Texas? Texas at 6 and 4 is number 7 in the country. In the country, people, not in the Big 12. TCU who just beat them is number 16 and undefeated. Yeah. This is with and and I'll post it and I'll get the math nerds that are like, "Well, you just don't get it." Good. I'm glad I don't get it. Because it's stupid. Because if this is a mathematical formula that is to forecast or show us anything in college football, T-Row, it is wrong. Well, you know, we got number one, right? Yeah, and you got Alabama at three with Tennessee at five, even though Alabama beat Tennessee. But, you know, who cares what Tennessee happens to Alabama? Field? All right, did yeah. I say it backwards? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's Thank okay. You. That's okay. I'm fired no, up right now. I mean, now. If, you, if you look at this, if you're at ESPN and you're in charge of the FBI and you open this up, you got to say, we got to go back to the drawing board, boys. Right. This exactly. Is, uh, something's wrong in our equation. There is a mathematical compilation or a piece that you're putting in here that is obviously – Incorrect. And and it's funny because they've got Texas at number seven in the FPI at six and four, but yet their win out percentage is barely over fifty percent. Barely. It's fifty three point three. So help me understand this. They'll probably jump to five when they lose to Kansas this week if it's a close game. Well, they lost to Kansas, but again, it's Texas, so we moved them up a little bit. 25. uh, Ahead of OSU by six spots. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, Oklahoma's, I think last night, they don't have the numbers next to them, but I thought Oklahoma was like 25. Yeah, they're 25. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, again, all for the home team, but and ESPN is going to have this ranking up there when they do all their shows. And according to our FPI, well, I mean, I Bill Conley and these guys are smart dudes. How can you have any mathematical formula, period, that's supposed to resonate with the, the power and the Here's best of college why. football, and it's got Texas at seven? Because they played Alabama close. And have you seen Alabama in those uniforms, man? <laughs> oh, the tick looks so good. That's an SEC team, and they almost beat them, man. Ugh, unbelievable. We got a text saying this is why math is full of lies. I think we got to go back to, you know, maybe uh, maybe kind of like a Revenge of the Nerds mindset. We need some more uh, ogres and some alpha betas out there to make sure we keep this in check. This this math is getting a little bit carried away. Carried away, Zero. I do um, – part of me does miss the computer guys. Oh, yeah. There is a part of me that misses Jerry over at uh, – or Richard over at the Billingsley Index. Richard Did you ever Billingsley. talk to him? Oh, yeah. We went down there and interviewed him twice. He's, he's awesome. <laughs> Neat yep. dude. A unique dude, and they all like oh, they were all rivals with each other. Yeah, <laughs> lived all with his different... mom, didn't he? Still, yeah, he lived yeah. with his mom. Yeah. yeah, all the different computer guys were rivals, and they all gripe about each other's polls and everything. And oh, it was fun. Everybody, you could tell there was a bias built in because like there would be a guy that would have six and four Auburn number one in his poll, and you'd be like, hang on a second. <laughs> Did you ever compete with us in the trivia bowl? Were you ever on one of our teams, Toby? Yeah. Yeah, that's when Richard and his crew would roll down and just whip everyone in the trivia bowl every year. Every year, oh great, here comes Billingsley's team. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're thinking of the Hobart gang. 
right? Oh yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Yes, yes. You're Wait. thinking of uh, who's the oh. who's the head of the college football playoff? Hancock, Bill Hancock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill, that's Bill who I'm Hancock. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's Bill right. Hancock and the Hobart squad would roll into town every year and just wipe up the floor. <laughs> come into Sooner Legends banquet room and say, "We're here." They were highly competitive. They would yeah. call themselves the Sooner Gang, and or the, excuse me, the Hobart Gang, and their their power was trivia. They were I don't good know if they called it. themselves. They the oh, oh, okay, okay. You said that. They were like, from Hobart, okay, okay. and they were the uh, New York Yankees of Oklahoma sports trivia. <laughs> Not this year's Yankees, the Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig. Gotcha, gotcha. And, uh, yeah, Billingsley lived down by Durant, right, or somewhere down south. Mm-hmm. And uh, I we did go visit him a couple of times when I was at Channel 9, and he is an interesting cat. The math. Who needs it? Chris. Just have an amazing show today. That's the goal, T-Road. Not time to go park my car. Thanks to everybody for listening today. Uh, the World Cup giveaway, highly successful, brought to you by the Carl Stone. We'll do it again tomorrow. I'll be at Brown O'Haver tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.